Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. I want to take a moment really quickly. Justine and I want to thank you guys for sticking this out with us. It has been a crazy few weeks and we appreciate your patience and hopefully you've been enjoying some little sneak peeks of what we have on Patreon. Hi, Justine. <laughs> Hi, I'm sitting here. I'm like, uh, what she said. <laughs> what she said yeah it's kind of been crazy um I don't think we haven't talked I don't think well not on the podcast since you went to the comic-con that you went to is it considered a comic-con or was it a horror convention specifically I, I, I went to both so I okay, went to Niagara Falls comic-con in Niagara Falls and then okay. the week after when I went back to Alberta I went to horror con Okay, uh, but I just went to like the VIP opening party. I didn't go to actual con, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So yeah, so you've done those things. You went... I bought a house. You bought a house. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, such a spur of the moment. I mean, decision wasn't it just you and and your man just kind of going, "Hey, let's get the hell out of here." Well, the first time we visited Alberta, we had kind of talked about it a little bit. And he had brought this up like forever ago because he used to live there before I met him. And okay. um, and then and then I was like, well, I'm not going to agree to move somewhere that I've never been. And that's kind of why we had our first trip there. Okay. And then when we came back, we were just like, you know what? We have a good here. Like, let's just stay here. And then all these things started happening. And it was like the universe was just like telling us like, this is what you need to do. And I really thought about it a little bit. And I was like, I have nothing here, like keeping me here anymore. Like, yeah, I've never lived anywhere besides here. So I feel like this is a good adventure. I have nothing holding me here. If I really fucking hate it that much, I can always move back. You know what I mean? Exactly. So then that's when we decided to book our other trip. I know a lot of people buy houses like sight unseen, but we were like, no, no, no. We're, we're going to go and actually like look at houses in person. It's um, such a huge investment. I can't imagine buying a home that you're going to live in. If it was like an investment property and you were just going to have a rental or an Airbnb, that's one thing. But if you're going to be living in it, you have to get in there. And honestly, there is so much catfishing in the real estate world. Yes. Like, so many houses that we saw online, like one of the houses, it was our favorite. It was the one we were most excited to see. We were like dead set on it. And when we saw it in person, we were like, whoa, there's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that needs to be done to this house. Can you imagine so, if you bought it sight unseen? Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> you really have to go look at it. And um, absolutely. So that's the thing. We were having a hard time. And then the perfect house just came at the last minute. It was the very last house we looked at. Woke up the next morning, offer accepted, got it. So now it's just actually moving there, which is kind of the scary part. But um, I'm I'm excited, though. It's an adventure. I love moving, like not the actual act of moving itself, packing your boxes. All of that is the worst. But I love being in a new environment in a new neighborhood getting to know new people new places I'm so excited for you thanks and I'll be so much closer to you like I'll be first of all I'll be in the same time zone as you which is a big plus that's gonna and be amazing also it's so I'm gonna be so much closer to you to come visit or whatever like so and that's the thing I'll be so much closer to different 
places that I've never been before. Like it's only Mm -hmm. a three hour flight to like Los Angeles from there. Like it's crazy. So I'm excited just for everything. Yeah. Isn't it only going to be like two to two and a half hours from Denver? Yeah, I think so. It's It's like really close. Yeah. Yeah. And when you went to Alberta, you got to see uh, Amanda and Carling and Lindsay. Yeah. So so I'll be up their asses for the first (laughs) little little it's funny I keep sending Amanda all of these like events and stuff that I want to go to and I'm like (laughs) I'm gonna be dragging your ass along to everything so I'm excited like it's a good thing I have a big house because I know you're gonna have to uh to crash there because aren't you gonna be living like an hour or so away from them um not probably like closer to like 40 minutes ish I wouldn't say a full hour yeah yeah I'm gonna be just right outside of Calgary but Calgary is kind of a weird city anyways where everything is kind of spread out like everything's kind of like 20 minutes away from each other anyways so um yeah we'll see it's gonna be pretty awesome um I have to keep checking my phone because I took Alex to the airport well this is the second time I've taken Alex to the airport this week um on Wednesday Ryan left work or had to like change his work schedule around so he could take Alex to the airport so that she can go to um, visit his parents mm-hmm. in Sacramento for five days. How long is that flight? Uh, two and a half hours. Okay, close. Yeah, it's about a thousand miles. So, so on Wednesday, um, they went and he took her through security, helped her find the gate and everything, and. <clears throat> You can do that. Yeah. So you have to go get a gate pass and you have to show them your ID and stuff like that. And then they create a, it looks like a boarding pass, but it's just to get you to the gate. You can get on the plane with it or anything. I did not know you could do that. I genuinely thought you needed like an actual boarding pass just to get through security. Interesting. Um, I don't know if that's only if you're escorting a minor or in special circumstances, oh, but okay. that might Anyways. have been it. Yeah. So so he took her all the way to the gate. Um, and I keep saying, in case anyone's catching that I'm saying her and she, uh, I've been told that we don't care about pronouns now. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, <clears throat> that they don't care about pronouns now. <clears throat> so um, they're carrying the same carry-on bag that she's taken on Frontier a hundred times. Okay, mm-hmm. like it's literally called an underseater bag and is designed to be your personal item so that you don't have to pay for a carry-on fee. Mm-hmm. So she's there, she's waiting. Ryan goes back to work. I'm at work. And last second is getting on the plane and the gate agent stops her, says, you cannot, that you need to pay $99 for a carry-on. And so she's calling me panicking, like everybody's on the plane, they're holding me back, like, you know, can you pay for this bag? I'm at work, so I'm like, let me call you right back. I told the lady, I said, she's flown with this bag so many times, it's always considered a personal item. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't fit in the bin, so you're going to have to pay for it. And I'm like, okay, how much is it? $99. I was like, oh, I thought it was $50 for a carry-on. $99 because you're at the gate, you need to pay for it. The gates, the doors are shut. And I was like... If the doors are shut, like from what I understand, once the doors are shut, you're done. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. 
Um, and, and I said, well, if I pay the $99, will she actually be able to get on the flight if the doors are shut? Yes, but you need to pay me right now. And I was like, okay, well, hold on. Let me call you right back. I'm at work. Let me like step outside. So I call back like 30 seconds later, not even. And Alex is like, she just walked away. I don't even know where she went. This fucking bitch left my kid at the gate a minor who's like having a, an anxiety attack and is like crying, not knowing what to do. There was even a stranger, a guy who came up and like offered to pay for her bag. And there was nobody there because that bitch, as soon as she handed Alex the phone back, walked away from her and left her fucking there at the gate crying. Wow. I could wring her fucking neck. Like, I don't understand how you can treat someone like that, especially a kid who's like, confused about what's going on and I told her I'm going to call you right back to pay you and she handed Alex the phone and just walked away and so she didn't get on the plane she wasn't able to get on the plane because she didn't know where no nobody was there anymore they just left and then they left without her Jesus (laughs) so my kid's like at the Denver airport stranded Ryan's at work I'm at work so I have to leave work early we get some uh, we convince her to go to the customer service desk and the guy that was there was wonderful. I was like, I'm going to write a nice review about you. You're so wonderful. And he like apologized and said like, I'm so sorry that that happened. It shouldn't have been that way. They rescheduled the flight. So I'm like, please put it on a weekend so that I can go and get there. So this morning we get to the airport at 5 a.m. The line is so freaking long. I mean, it's like probably a two hour long line that I would have to stand in in order to get a gate pass. So since we were just there the other day, I just told Alex, like, you know, the gate you're going, like the terminal you're going to, because you were just there two days ago, you know, I will take you to TSA and put you through security. And then I will stay here for a while and wait for you. And if any, if there's any problems, you just call me. So I waited probably an hour after she went through TSA and thought she was going to be getting on a plane. Flight delayed. Flight delayed from 7.02 a.m. to 8 a.m. And then from 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And then from 10.30 a.m. to 11.15 a.m. It's now 11.24, so I'm assuming that this is another delay because I don't think they're on it on yet and why like the weather is perfect I don't understand what's going frontier on frontier is like a considered like a budget airline right yeah like a low low cost all carrier. of those you're more than likely gonna get delayed like well every- Ryan worked for frontier for years um, I swear they always get delayed that happened bad. to me coming home from Calgary the last time we flew with this budget airline and it was just like oh my god same thing we were so hungover like just wanted oh to god. get home and we ended up just like going to one of the bars in the terminal and like having a hair of the dog because we yeah could not it yeah, it happens. It was like a traumatic experience for her. And but I at the same so time, I would rather them like delay the plane and make sure that like I'm going to get to where I'm going safe. Like I would delay oh, it as much as you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as safety goes, like they definitely are following all the protocols. I can say that from my husband working there for years. Um, But they are like a nickel and dime type thing. Like when Ryan went to 
print out the boarding pass because Alex's phone was broken, they charged him $25 to print the boarding pass out. And uh, it's crazy. If you need to talk to somebody, it's going to cost you 25 bucks. Like it's crazy, but that's what happens when you're booking like $54 flights. Like what what else can you expect? That's why when I went to Calgary last time, we literally only brought our backpacks because we were only going for a couple of days and they wanted to charge us $70 each to check a bag. So I'm like, No, like I can shove everything in my backpack. It's fine. I was just thinking that too. Like I was like, oh, next, if we, when we all go to Sacramento together to visit, I will just ship a box like a week ahead of time with our clothes and stuff in it. Or I'll share one suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. Or that one of the two. I don't, I hate checking bags because I always know that shit's going to get lost and you're going to be screwed. I never check a bag. I've never got anything lost, but it is nice to (sighs) get off the plane and not have to wait for a bag. Like that feeling was incredible. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, it was so funny though, because after that bitch left my kid at the gate crying, um, I said to, I said, you know, Southwest would never, Southwest (laughs) would never baby. So yeah, they're going to, I'm definitely going to raise some hell about it. And I just, I would never treat somebody that way. You know, it's just absurd. No, I know. It's so. it's fucking crazy. Um, <sighs> I like Pete Davidson's stand up about budget airlines where he says, like, I forget what the airline was. So it was like some like no name airline spirit or allegiant or something. And he gets there and they're like, OK, sir, we need to we need to weigh your backpack. And he's like, huh, that's kind of weird. But like, whatever. I've had my carry on <laughs> weighed before. Like, it's fine. So he gives them his backpack and then they're like, now you get on the scale. And he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well it's a good thing he's skinny you know <laughs> yeah that could have been an extra pa- an extra dollar a pound I mean did you hear how he's in like rehab right now for his mental no, health I did not hear that that makes me so sad I know and the girl that him. plays his love interest on Bupkiss that's his girlfriend mm-hmm. in real life oh and like still I guess watch that I guess right before he decided to check himself in they were driving like LA somewhere and he crashed the car into somebody's house and they only gave him a thousand dollar reckless driving charge because they said like he wasn't under the influence of anything like he was fine so I'm wondering if like he had some sort of I have no idea but it's really sad and he's such a fucking talented guy that like I don't want anything to happen to him, you know. How does like, that happen? And you are have nothing in your system. Well, they tell people like not to drive when you're upset, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they got into a fight because she was with him when it happened. The girlfriend. Jesus, that's yeah. crazy. Has she talked about it at all? I don't think so. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Yikes. Um. Have you seen Infinity Pool? I watched it last night. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list. You can take it off. <laughs> oh, really? You didn't like it? No. And I, I don't understand because... Um, the dad from uh, Life with Derek is on that show. I have apparently. no idea who that is. It's it's a Canadian like Disney Channel show. Uh, well, no, I know what the show is, but I, have no, I don't know who the dad is. Oh, okay. I'll have to look it up. Um, I will say... I never understood the appeal of Mia Goth, but in this movie, I'm like, she just like exudes sex appeal. 
even with her non-existent eyebrows, I don't know what it is about her, but she is like so incredibly sexy. It's crazy. What do you think? Do you think she's hot? I mean, I'm trying to think what else I've seen her in besides X. Like okay, that's what I was gonna say. I next. haven't even seen Pearl yet, so um, I haven't seen that either. But that's gonna be the next one I'm watching. All and I so I only know her really from that and from like the Shia LaBeouf thing. So I was gonna say, did you know that she's married to Shia LaBeouf? That they have she, a baby together. Crazy to me. And I like, forgot about that. That I don't know if there was audio of it or if it was just like in the police reports. He like told her he was gonna kill her and stuff. Like some crazy <laughs> shit. Like yeah, I. Shia LaBeouf's another person that I love. I love Shia LaBeouf, and it's just so sad. But he's we should do an episode. Like he got his a shit list, together. A list of the problematic people that Julie loves. that we love. <laughs> yes, I'm going to write that down. That's a good Patreon. Um, have you seen the movie Honey Boy that Shia LaBeouf did, like yes. about his own life? Incredible yes. movie. So, well, good. did you hear that he retracted a lot of it after when he got sober? really yeah he did I think he was on Joe Rogan or something and he talked about how he like totally he he wrote this in the throes of addiction and totally fucked over his dad and said all this shit that wasn't really even true I can't imagine how awful that would be it's a movie everything's gonna be exaggerated a little bit yeah but he presented it as though like this is my life story yeah so people everybody had like this idea of his abusive crazy you know money hungry father and he's like it's not true and I totally fucked my dad over in front of millions of people oh god I mean he's someone that it's like he's done some really horrible things but he's like so talented and at the end of the day I just think that like anyone who was like a famous child star would probably be a completely different person if they weren't famous as a kid. Like, I think that fame in general is a trauma, especially when you're, like, young and it happens to you. Like, look at Justin Bieber, same thing, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I totally understand how people end up addicts and how they're like, I mean, children should not be working. (laughs) I mean, that's basically it. And, uh, you know, it's hard when you, when you're a kid and you have this passion for entertainment and you think that you can handle it and all of the sick things that go into it that you don't know, it's no wonder we see all these child stars that are just a total disaster. And even just with fame in general, like, I think that even if you get famous as a 30 year old adult, like no one fully knows what they're getting themselves into. Like, I think that we can have the idea about what we think fame is as much as we want from just like being people that like pop culture but Mm -hmm. I think that there's no way in how we could ever like relate to celebrities or know at all what they're going through in their minds like I don't know it must be crazy I think about all the time like how I'm so I'm so glad I'm not famous like I can go to a restaurant and no one no one looks at me twice like can you imagine like trying to go somewhere to eat with your man and like people are trying to like take pictures with you while you have like a cheeseburger in your mouth like I think it's like worse when people sneakily take photos I think that's so well but now I'm about to out you (laughs) but that's the thing though out me 
when uh when you were at that party and Blair was like trying to get pictures oh. of her in the background <laughs> okay because that this is the thing they they told the celebrities that they weren't allowed to take pictures with anybody because you have to go to the con the next day and actually pay for the picture right so, so you were at like the pre-party at a bar before the how the horror festival, it was right it was at a hotel like in the basement of the hotel where the con was being held the next day okay gotcha so um so then the thing is so then when I asked her for the picture I I don't know I haven't even asked him this but I think that he might have like heard her say that and then he was just like <laughs> or or he was snapping anyways pictures. snapping pictures I don't know but then yeah when we went to leave the promoter like grabbed me and he was like here and he like hit us away and let me take pictures with her so I ended up getting yeah. one anyways well who is tell everyone who her is her is her name is Catherine Corican. I don't know if I don't have no idea how to say her last name sorry but she plays dawn in the first terrifier movie she's the infamous hacksaw girl um yeah yes she did like an episode of gossip girl like she's done other things but that's probably what she's like most known for yeah um it it makes sense that they don't want them taking photos and stuff they want them to come to the convention and pay for the photos I cannot believe the amount of money that people make at conventions. Holy shit. I think oh. people pay probably like $1,000 to get a picture with the cast of Scream. That is a lot. If you think about all the people that sign up for that, that is a lot of fucking money to at, stand there and take photos all day. At Niagara Falls Comic Con. So like I did the in in costume photo op with David Howard Thornton and Damian Leone. So you could get one that was only... David Howard Thornton as art you could get one with him and Damien and then you could get one with them and like Sienna and Jonathan in it as well and that's I wanted the one that I got but then they had one because it was like a big horror horror like section of the con if you will and they had like Jason Hodder or sorry Kane Hodder who played Jason in the Friday the 13th Mm -hmm. movies like the most famous Jason um they had the guy who played Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie uh, version of Halloween. Um, there was a bunch of like horror icons there. There was a guy who played Leatherface, like a bunch of them. And they all That's they had cool. an in-costume photo op with all of them together in costume you can get. And that was like $900 or something like that. I was that's like, that's it. I was like, I can't imagine. I think that's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot, but not for what you're thinking, like for what you're getting, I guess. I would yeah. have assumed that would be like 2,500 or something. So that's but honestly, pretty cool. to some people, they're like, they would think it would be like crazy. But like, if you like that, like, that's really cool, you know? That's your thing. Yeah. yeah. You love it. That's fine. Um, so, you, so that was the Niagara Falls that you went to. You had fun there. Let's see. You bought a house. You're moving. What have I done the past few weeks? There. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been working. Actually, I'm I'm seeing about maybe the possibility of moving to a different department at work. But I still have about five weeks left of my contract through the temp agency before I can make any changes. But fingers crossed, if I'm able to move from an administrative assistant 
to a customer service position, I may get the opportunity to work part-time remotely. Um, and I think it would be higher pay. So that would be awesome. I'm working so, on that. Knock on wood for that one. That would be yeah, awesome. I hope so. I would love to work remotely part-time. It would be amazing. It's a dream. Um, so that would be cool. And of course, like everybody wants more money. So yeah, of course. Um, and then at the end of July, so the, this month, holy shit, it's July. Um, we're going to be going to a family wedding in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which apparently is like super fancy, bougie, pretty. Never been there before, clearly. Um, and that's going to be fun. So we're going for several days for like family fun and adventure and hopefully nobody kills each other. Oh my God, that's awesome. You know, yeah. Josh yeah. Allen played for Wyoming in college. Really? Josh Allen, the cheater? Allegedly. <laughs> the there's, alleged cheater. There's been so much like rumors and whatever so many stories mm -hmm. and he's like the most annoying celebrity ever because he's one of those right. that just like he, he'll never confirm or deny anything he just like knows how well, to talk his way him. out of it it's annoying though as a fan because you're like oh, you yeah. just want him to like say some some stuff but yeah he's clearly with Haley Steinfeld like those pictures of them making out in the pool and then more pictures came out where they're like on the beach making out. And listen, I just feel bad for his ex. Like, I like who knows what happened with them? Like, obviously, only they know what happened. But like, can you just imagine you're with this guy since you were like 13, 14 years old? He mm -hmm. you were with him the whole time. He ended up making it to the NFL. You move with him across the country to the city that he plays for, whatever fifth year into his career kids? no 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 oh, good. they weren't married okay. and they didn't have kids oh. um fifth year into his career or whatever you break up with him and then like I don't know a month later he's like on TMZ making out with an academy award nominated actress like yes um now he seems older than Haley Steinfeld is he or are they the same age um he's he's like 26 or 27 I have no oh, idea how he, old I she thought is he was in his 30s for some reason no he's young okay um and so she's probably about the same age I believe oh Josh Allen he's 27 I think she's probably about the same age 26 okay well, that's at least appropriate. It's not like he traded her in for. Yeah, know, he's not Leo DiCaprio. Um, <laughs> but like, um, but I don't know. How would you feel, though, if you was his, you were his ex and you like had to see that on the Internet? Like, I don't know. You would just feel so shitty. Obviously. I think I feel fine with my millions of dollars that I would be getting from the divorce. They're not. They weren't married, would... though. Oh, fuck. Why didn't she make him marry her? What a dummy. How are you with this guy through five years of an NFL career and you don't lock that shit down? Maybe that's why they broke up because he didn't want to. I don't know. Oh that's, my God. I don't know. That's so fucked. I wouldn't have waited that long. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. And uh, the other thing that sucks is that whenever you're seeing 
celebrities being photographed and, and photos and videos plastered all over TMZ. The most annoying part of that is knowing that they want to be seen. If he wanted to have some low-key relationship with Haley Seinfeld, he wouldn't be making out with her on the beach in L.A. That literally exactly what I said yesterday. I was like, clearly they knew that paparazzi was taking pictures of, of course, them. They probably called them themselves. Yes. Paparazzi, it's not like it used to be where paparazzi would just like wait outside of Britney Spears's home or whatever. Like, it's not like that anymore because they're, yes, no. there are websites that will buy photos from you, but it's not like it was when you had to get your photo on the front page of Us Weekly first. It's not like that anymore. Not at all. Like, why do you think and the Kardashians- everyone has a camera. Why do you the think there's no like bad pictures of the Kardashians out there? And when they mm -hmm. are, it gets like scrubbed from the internet so quickly because they have relationships with the paparazzi yes. and they're like, oh, I like my outfit tonight or like I'm promoting this brand or whatever. Like, come snap they me. Call them. Yeah. Because back, if you think like early 2000s, when the paparazzi stuff was huge and things were going on with Paris Hilton and Britney Spears and this and that, you have to think about that. That was um, typically a photographer that was employed through TMZ, Us Weekly, whatever, or they were independent and they were, they had invested thousands of dollars in a professional camera and that was their full-time job where they were just had to stuff stake it out and figure out when to get the picture and you got to get the first picture and you got to sell it for the highest amount well now we're all walking around with thousand dollar cameras in the palm of our hand so whenever we see someone we're going to take a photo of them or a video and then joe schmo's going to be the one that released the first photo on their instagram so it's just not no like we're going to sell it to tmz ourselves because tmz yes, pays exactly. randoms for shit all so the time just, yeah the whole paparazzi thing is not like it used to be so anytime that you're seeing a celebrity out in public and they're being photographed they wanted to be photographed and i think that would be the most hurtful part is that i dedicated so much of my life to this man he didn't want to marry me or for whatever reason they didn't get married and now he's making out on a public beach calling the paparazzi on himself so he or she is maybe Haley Steinfeld maybe is and uh so that they can be seen they wanted to be seen a thousand percent I like <sighs> them together and I would love if she came to Buffalo for a game I think that would be so cool prob that's probably gonna happen I, I like her I think she's very talented and underrated I love her song Starving like I've always loved that song yeah, yeah I do and I I loved her in the Bumblebee movie. I thought she was so cute and fun. Have you seen that? No, but I know that John Cena's Bumblebee, right? Is he? Or John Cena's in the that. movie. Yeah. Um, maybe. I don't that's, remember. That's yes. the only thing I know about it. That and it's Transformers. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> it's a really good movie. You should watch it. I love I've never all the seen, Transformers movies. I've never seen any of the Transformers movies, but I love the ride at Universal. The ride, Thank you. Oh, because of your bravery, ride? you saved the world today. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that when it first came out. God, it's been that long. That the 40 ride in uh, Orlando, mm -hmm. that ride is fucking amazing. And Alex was six when they wrote that. And as soon as we got started, I was like, whoa, I underestimated this ride. <laughs> it's like, 
imagine a six-year-old just like flopping around in the seat. Like that ride is intense. And I felt so bad when it was over. <laughs> it's so the exact for, like, same ride track as the Spider-Man ride in Islands of Adventure. Like it's the exact same oh, track. Yeah. Huh. But it the thing is, like, it does make you dizzy. Like, if you've been outside yeah. in the heat and you, like, had a couple drinks, like, you know, not that I drink yeah. at theme parks or anything. Um, yeah, of course not. You're, you're feeling dizzy when you get off that thing, for sure. It's an intense ride, but it's yeah. super fun. I love that ride. You need to watch the first Transformer movie. Shia is this Buff, with, baby, I was going to say, Fox. is this the, okay. Um, the speaking of Megan Fox. Does Misha from 90 Day Fiance not look like she could be her mother in a movie? Yes. Okay. It's like she could literally tell people she was Megan Fox's older sister and they'd probably yeah. believe her. Yeah, I agree with you. She does look very similar to her. Yeah. Now that's an example of somebody that's had good work done. You can like obviously tell that she's had work done, but I think it's pretty good. Yeah, she just, like, really knows how to keep up with the Botox. Yeah. Like, sure. a, the second her face starts to move, she's making an oh, appointment. Talking, you know what I mean? Are we talking about Misha or uh, Megan Fox? Oh, Megan Fox. Um, I was talking about Misha. <laughs> no, I was talking about Either Misha, way. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, since we're already kind of talking about it, do you want to talk some 90 Day Fiance? Yeah, unless you have anything else before we start. Really. I didn't mean to, like cut you off and jump ahead but no you're totally fine. I didn't even I don't even know what we were talking about <laughs> okay yeah yeah let's do 90 day then because okay we also covered the last I don't know a lot of seasons of 90 day I feel and yeah. the last season of the other way like it was okay but it kind of felt like a chore for the podcast to watch every week like it was I don't think I would have watched it if we weren't talking about it but yeah. this one I was not excited for because I was like oh but I am so glad we're doing this because I actually am looking forward to watching these episodes every week. Like, it's a wild ride for sure. This, um, there's so much here. The first thing that I think is crazy is that the last season that we watched was The Other Way, then this season of Before the 90 Days. And then I was just telling you that on Sunday, either this Sunday or next Sunday, The Other Way is starting again. Typically, oh. it'll be like The Other Way before the 90 original 90 maybe some I thought there was an, after in there I thought there was a new 90 days show coming out I thought I saw some like trailer for it online is it with people on an island yes it's like a marriage boot camp type thing that's coming out too I don't know when though okay but yeah another another season of the other way with a bunch of new couples <sighs> I'm telling okay. you um, okay, my kid's boarding the plane. Yay! Yay! Finally. I mean, that poor kid has been at the airport for the past seven hours. Oh, Listen, that's so sad. I know, and they, can't, and they can't even drink because obviously, if it was me, I would just be like getting hammered at a bar, spending. I know, right? I'd be hundreds like of eating, dollars. I'd be like eating food that was entirely too expensive, like sitting at like the Chili's or something. Yeah. For sure. We got okay. like two drinks each and an appetizer in Calgary or something like not a lot at all. And it like was like $100. over a hundred dollars for the bill. Like insane. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. God. 
It's like might as well have just like paid the extra bit of money and flown with like a good airline, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, let's start with Amanda and Rosman. What do you think about Amanda? I don't like her. I think she is so childish. She's mm-hmm. so... Listen... The girl has been through a lot. Like, obviously, I feel horrible for her. Her situation, I would not wish on my worst enemy. It's horrible. However, obviously, I don't think she was ready to get into a new relationship, let alone uh, fly to a different country and be with this guy that you haven't even, like, met in person yet. And I actually like him. Like, I feel yes. like he actually seems like a nice guy and he actually seems really into her with good intentions. If he just wants to come to the U.S., then he's a pretty good actor because he genuinely seems into her. Um, I think yeah. both things can be true. I think that he is really wanting to get to the U.S. I mean, he's made that very clear from the beginning. He wants to be an actor. He wants to entertain, whatever. But I also think that he's really into her. So I think it's like you know, match made in uh, 90 Day Fiance Heaven. Exactly. It's not like a Nicole and Azen situation where like right. he's not into her clearly like he yeah. is. But like, I don't know, just that one. I know this is a couple weeks back now, but when she first got there and he has like a little counter space in his bathroom and she like put her hairbrush there and then like knocked it over and was like, look, I can't even put my hair like, bitch, you were 31 years old, like grow up. I know. I know. She's, I think that she, when Ryan and I started dating, I have told people this a million times. We had no business dating. Like he was in the middle of an awful, like he had really, he had a a misdiagnosed broken back for a lot of years. He was in a lot of pain and I was still legally going through like a nasty divorce. I had no business being on the apps. Okay. But we ended up meeting each other and, you know, everything happened. I I think that basically she did the same thing. Like she was in the middle of grief and she was bored and she was trying to keep her mind on other things. And she's on TikTok and she sees this hot guy and she hits on him. And then before you know it, she's in like this relationship and she's traveling across the world to meet him. I think that it was an escape from reality for her. And that when she landed and met him in person, reality knocked the fucking wind out of her. And now she's like backtracking, like, holy shit, holy shit, what have I done? I can't do this. I can she's see that. Yeah. I, yeah, I never looked at it that way before, honestly, but that's completely what it is. She's like, yeah. he's hot though, man. Like, I don't know. I'd be he's into hot. it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be with a guy that hot though. He's too hot to be in a relationship with yeah yeah I know I have to be the hotter one in the relationship yeah of course yeah um yeah I don't know I just think she's childish and immature and it's it's she's very cringy to watch if you think about the timeline this is absurd okay because this her husband died in March and again the shocking thing is he wasn't feeling well. He was like going to the doctor. They couldn't figure out what, what was going on. Everything was fine. And from diagnosis to the day that he died was 10 days. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
hugely traumatic experience happening in March, I think mid to late March, this season for their story, at least was filmed in August of that year. Yeah, that's way too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know we got that one scene of didn't her sister drive her to the airport and say, like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, We should have seen like a full blown intervention with like everyone in her life. Like, please do not do this. That's six months. I thought it was like a year at least. No. She said, I remember in the first episode, she said earlier this year, my husband died and then people put together the timeline and everything. And it shows that it's like August when they're filming this. Um, And it's all on TV for her kids to see, which is like the most fucked up part. Like, can you imagine being one of those kids and like, you just lost your dad and now your mom's like going to try like, like bang this younger guy in Romania, like. Yeah, because remember the one, the son was asking, like, where are you going to sleep? Like, this is extremely traumatic for the kids, too. It's sick. And that makes me not like her. If she didn't have children, I would probably like her and I would feel for her and I would have empathy for her. But the fact that she has brought these children into her delusion and her fantasy is so sick that I can't even stand looking at her. I know. She's awful. Awful. I know. A lot of people don't think <sighs> about how the kids are going to get affected, especially on these shows. So, well, yeah, and the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, my children are my world. That's how the number one way to know your children are not your world <laughs> is when you have to open your mouth and say, is when you have my to tell people that. We're all. Yes. yes. I can't stand people. I'm going to put that on my pet peeves. I, I remember seeing. I remember seeing a meme back in the day and it was like when someone's you know caption is like my children are my world you know that she's gonna be like the first person at the club on the weekend like uh-huh to ditch her kids to especially go especially like the loser deadbeat dad my kids are everything to me I just uh, I'm they made me the man I am today fuck all the way off like God. all the way yeah I am in the child free subreddit and listen it it can get toxic in there sometimes like oh, i sure. i thought i was brutal to people who have kids but the people in there are brutal but one thing that like always gets brought up is how like if a man does the bare minimum for their own kid then everyone is like oh my god you're father of the year like if yes. a, a man like changes his kid's diaper once it's like oh my god he's such a good dad and it's like a mom can like do everything and like, you know, yeah. everything. And no, and everyone's like, well, she should be doing that. You like just it's, expect it. Yeah, it's wild. But I think that that is because of old school mentality of the man working outside of the home and coming and paying all the all of the bills while the woman gets to stay home and raise the children. And so in that case, yeah, that's the mom's job. And anything that the man does to contribute in in raising the children is seen as, quote, extra, that he's already providing. So now he's providing in a different way. But that's not how life is anymore. We don't get to fucking stay home and raise our kids anymore. So it's like it shouldn't be so exciting when a dad is contributing because mom and dad are both at working outside of the home. And yet mom's still doing everything within the home. It's bullshit. 
Mm -hmm. We got to have higher standards for sure. Yeah. Me included. Talking about me. Raise the bar, bitches. All right. So let's talk about, um, what about Riley and Violet? What do you think about them? First of all, I don't know. They're so interesting to me. They're like probably the one couple on this show that I don't really have like a very strong opinion towards I feel like he's weird like I feel like he's purposely trying to find something to be mad at her for like I don't know if that's him like having a guard up major trust issues yeah yeah like he really seems to not trust her and it's like dude you're gonna fly from Pennsylvania to Vietnam Mm -hmm. for somebody that you don't trust fully like yeah. it's very weird. I like her kind of though. Like she like has like a weird sense. Him. Yeah, she has like a weird sense of humor. Like I think she would be like a fun person to hang out with. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I think she seems like a good time. I think she's beautiful. I think she's funny and has this great personality. And yeah, I totally agree with you. He is so damaged. It's like he's got daddy issues, but like in a man, I don't know. <laughs> like it's he's true. so emotionally damaged that he's willing to hire a private investigator because he wants to find something so badly to justify his distrust. Yeah. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm like, I don't want to know. Like ignorance is bliss. I'm not gonna be looking through your phone. I'm not gonna be snooping because if you look hard enough, you will always find something that will hurt your feelings, whether exactly. you're looking too deeply into it or it's meant as it is. I'm like, I'm leave me the hell out of it because I don't want my whole life to be turned upside down. Yeah, same. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's definitely not an ignorance is bliss guy. And we saw on the preview for this episode this weekend that he's going to see something in her phone from a guy and flip out flip out did you remember that from the preview i think so yeah like in a shop or something on the shops it reminds me of train rack when amy schumer comes in the theater and john cena is like who's i don't i don't remember what the name is but it was like big dick chris or something it was like who's big dick chris and then she's like what that's my friend it's just my friend he's like why is he texting your phone right now (laughs) he's pretty funny in that i i've seen the full clip of him i hate amy schumer so i watched like five minutes of that movie and turned it off i don't like her either i used to but that is one of my all-time favorite movies i just think it is so like lebron james is so funny in that movie like him and bill Hader go to eat because bill Hader plays like a sports doctor or whatever and Uh, then lebron's like why do i always have to pay man because you're LeBron James, that's yeah. why. He's like, man, I forgot my wallet. It's like, are you serious? I'm paying for LeBron James's <laughs> lunch right now? Like, what? <laughs> oh, I love that little um, TikTok meme of Bill Hader dancing. Oh, yeah. What mm-hmm. is that from? It is so It's. Funny. I'm assuming it's from S- like an SNL skit or something. Like, I don't know what else it would be from. But oh, uh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I love it. Every time I see those, it's always something so funny. And I like, oh, just love it. But yeah, I hate Amy Schumer. So, um, you know who I do love? I was just watching Theo Vaughn's um, stand-up special. He has two on Netflix. And it was okay. Like, his stand-up's okay. But I think he's so fucking funny on his podcast. He tells the most outrageous stories. Just, like, so nonchalantly. 
Like, yeah, we had this guy named Squirrel at our school. And he used to like climb up trees and shake out the nuts. And then one day he fell out of the tree and he hit his nuts. That's why we call him Squirrel. Like, he'll just say random shit like that. It just comes off as like an act to me. I just, I want to be his friend. I love him. I think he's so funny. I love him and Joe Rogan together. They're very funny together. I mean, I just like Joe Rogan with anyone. I mean, talk about people prob- that we love. Problematic people we love. <laughs> just so he won me over with the you do know you're just the dude from Blink 182, right? <laughs> just the dude from Blink 182. Oh, oh my it. God. Before we get back into 90 Day. Because this is also something that happened in the celeb world that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Kourtney Kardashian's pregnancy announcement. That nobody fucking got. Nobody got it. Well, because people our age got it, I would hope. But everybody's like, duh, Kourtney, you're like six months pregnant. Are you trying to tell us that Travis didn't know? Like, no. You ever seen a little something called a music video? ever i mean listen courtney kardashian is an odd person like if anyone's watching if anyone besides me in the world is watching this past (laughs) season of the kardashians girl's an oddball and um i mean whatever they can have a baby but at the same time it's like oh is the six kids between the two of you not enough it's not enough yeah no well, they're so in love. I really do believe that they're in love. And, you know, sometimes people want to make a baby together. I'm yeah. interested to see what they're going to look like. I mean, all I, I saw, I saw something on Reddit. It was like they had their the theme of their wedding based off like the tattoos on his head. Like it's so wild. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, well, for anybody that, you know, lives under a rock and didn't see it, she announced the pregnancy to the world, not to Travis. Obviously, he knew she was pregnant. She's very pregnant. Um, but like wearing this, what was it, like a lingerie, like a bodysuit, lingerie bodysuit, where you could see her belly. And she's holding the sign that says, Travis, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. But that was a reference to what was it all the small all the small things yeah on in the all the small things video there's a girl holding up a sign that says travis i'm pregnant in it yeah Um, and like nobody like 90 percent of people didn't link that and thought i would say i courtney did not come up with that idea courtney courtney cannot name three blink 182 songs if she had a gun to her fucking head okay are you serious do you really believe that a hundred percent i believe that she says it all the time like she'll like wear she'll wear like his band shirts and then she'll like get into fights with people online because they'll be like can you even name like she'll wear like a rancid shirt and then they'll be like can you even name three rancid songs and she's like no but it's my man's shirt so she's I, that girl for sure. She's that, she's that girl. Yeah. I told um, Alex, if you're going to wear a sublime shirt, you better learn some songs. If you're going to wear, <laughs> you know, a Def Leppard shirt or a Nirvana shirt or There's whatever, that you meme. better know. There's that meme that I have of Bobby Hill with like his brain about to explode. And it's like me trying to remember every single one of the band I'm wearing shirts, <laughs> the songs <laughs> when I'm wearing the shirt. Just in case someone stops you. Yeah. 
I get yep. mad when people don't ask me. Like I made that one of my Instagram captions the one day because I wore a Bob Marley shirt to like the CNE last year. And I was like, no one asked me if I can name three Bob Marley songs. I was kind of yeah, annoyed. Rude. Um, but yeah, no, Courtney's that girl. I, I feel like she 100% did not come up with that idea herself. I feel like Marker Tom probably came up with that idea, honestly. Um, maybe it was Travis. Why wouldn't it be him? Maybe him. I don't know. Maybe. He just. I liked it. It made me smile. I was like, I see what she did there. I mean. And I thought she was really, she's really cute with her tiny body and her big belly. I mean, I guess I just feel like two people in their 40s who have six kids between the two of them. Like if they weren't, true. if they weren't rich and famous, like nobody would think it was cute you well, know what i mean a pretty good size age gap too it's just like don't even let's not even get started because i will go off about the whole like robert de niro <laughs> sylvester stallone thing like ugh. oh god i can't even i will be on a major bitch fit for what entirely too long yeah let's get back um, to 90 day yeah okay so christian and cleo christian's 30 from minnesota cleo 32 from england um in this next episode you're gonna see christian with a beanie on and i can tell you there's about a five thousand percent improvement when he puts it on uh-huh i yeah. can see that uh yeah. he's he one of them never take it off he needs to be like gino and he should have a sleeping beanie also okay there's this baseball player <laughs> who plays for the blue jays his name's george springer he's in his early 30s he's like such a fucking good good looking guy you can look him up but I was literally saying the other day, why doesn't he just shave his head? Because he's got like a huge bald spot and he's trying to use the rest of his hair to like comb it over. And it's like, hey, we can all see the giant bald spot. Like you are good looking. Just shave your head. And that's how I feel about this guy, too. Like you're you're in your early 30s. Your hairline is receding a lot like Men look good bald, and girls yes. like bald guys. So just shave. Yeah, he's men. hot. He'll be ooh him with a backwards hat. If you're a man and you have nice, thick, long hair, then yeah, keep the hairstyle it, whatever. But if you don't, there's nothing wrong with a bald-headed man. I love bald-headed men. End of tangent. I'm gonna sound like such an asshole here, but I want his girlfriend to get a nose job. You love nose jobs. I do. I love a good nose job. I think it changes your entire face. I don't like nose jobs. I, I like big noses. It would just change her whole face because that's just the whole focus is her nose. Like, that's all I see. Really? Yes. Not But me. yeah, he's hot. And I think men, if you're losing your hair, just freaking shave it. Because it looks so much worse when you're like desperately trying to hang on to the last three hairs on your head. <laughs> yeah. When you're Homer it, it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. I, I'm extremely nervous to see this couple together because obviously she's trans Mm -hmm. and he was like fine with it until his family found out. First of all, the one scene of his friends talking with him about it and his one friend was doing the So has she had gender assignment surgery? It's like, hey, no one talks like that. Like at least try to make the producer questions your own i was gonna say it's definitely producer driven but i yeah i i appreciated the fact that he was like that's not for me to say it's like none of 
not my business to tell, to talk about my girlfriend's genitalia. Like, yeah, I I did appreciate that. He said that, um, I think because this guy really went on a lot to his friends about how he's straight AF and I can say that, and he said he's experimented with men before, right? So like, Mm -hmm. If you have experimented with men before, you are not straight AF. You're just not. Yeah. I mean, is that controversial or? I mean, I personally. At least least you're curious, right? Like straight AF to me is. I am only interested in the opposite gender, sex. Like I couldn't even imagine being in a romantic situation with someone of the same. Yeah, I agree with that. But he like really made an effort to say that to his friends. So I think that this is someone who is and or has been curious for a long time, who has experimented in many different situations with many different types of people, but is not comfortable saying that publicly. And I think that is where we're going to start to see some conflict with this couple. But okay. why did you agree to go on national television? I guess is my question. If you want to keep it kind of on the down low. I'm just so nervous to see them actually together because he started being all weird about the trans thing after. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of annoyed that we didn't get to see his parents say what they want to say. Obviously, if they're saying negative stuff against trans people, then, you know, they're not going to want to be on the show. Yeah. Um, but it seemed to kind of change his whole attitude towards the situation and to her. So that's just kind of why I'm nervous to see them together a little bit. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I think that this definitely isn't something that's new to him. I just think it's new that he's talking publicly about it. Yeah. Which is fine. It's not really anybody's business, like what you're into sexually or, you know, romantically. It's not really anybody's business, but... I think that that is where he's going to be nervous to be on TV and have to tell his family about it and be open and stuff. But I hope that it goes well. I think Cleo seems like a little sweetheart. Yeah, I'm going to be friends with her too. I like her so far. She's fine. She says one in this preview that I watched, she says one phrase that totally grossed me out. And I had to explain to my husband what it meant what is it um well so I guess she was like getting ready to meet to go to the airport and meet him and she said that she was serving fish and the producer was like what does that mean you're serving fish and she was like oh like you know just serving like real like feminine womanly realness and I was like yeah bitch don't you ever don't ever refer to being like a real sexy woman as serving fish. Yeah, let's not let's not use that phrase ever again. Ryan's like, what is she, what does that mean? And I think I had to be like, well, I think she's saying like she's like passing so well or so feminine that you would think she was serving fish like fish and he was like oh it's <laughs> like I know yeah not cute don't, don't refer to a vagina like that and if if your vagina is like serving fish then you should get that checked out honey it's not 
you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyways. Um, yeah. So you'll get to see them meet tomorrow. Who else do we have? Uh, Gino and Jasmine. Trying to, oh yeah. So Gino and Jasmine, um, Jasmine wore actually the, I think the funniest thing about this was that Gina was going or was going to agree or G, Jasmine was going to agree to the prenup, but then Gino comes back in and is like, no more prenup. And she just lights up like that bitch is glowing. And then she immediately starts to talk to him about a will in case he just so happens to die in the near future. <laughs> I love She's them like, together. What? She's like, I'm not planning on dying anytime soon. She's like, anything could happen. Like, you know. I poison. love someone who loses their shit so easily like she does. Um, that's why yeah. I love Kaya from Teen Mom Young and Pregnant. Same thing. Like someone who just loses their shit on the drop of a dime. And uh, yeah, they're entertaining to watch. She's, She's crazy. Totally listen neither of them are prizes oh no 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 um, no. no but uh and I also like when he wouldn't peel the potato with the knife I need the proper machine <laughs> or the tools I, the I need proper the proper equipment. tools oh, like, okay relax <sighs> yeah that was pretty funny and the fact that like I mean I just love the fact that he has a sleeping hat like when he needed to go of lay course down and he take does. a nap <laughs> Gino, nobody gives a fuck that you're bald. I promise you. That... You give a fuck that you're not taking your... Like, does he have some crazy, like, psoriasis issue or something? Like, some scalp problem? I don't understand. I don't know. It's just a weird insecurity, I guess. I don't know. But that gif or so gif, weird. whatever, of Jasmine ripping off his hat <laughs> is the funniest thing ever and then someone made another one of him like it. yeah just slowly getting the other hat out of his backpack it would be really funny if she pulled it off and there was another hat underneath it yeah it could just keep going and going like a russian doll of hats. there's a hat inside of the hat like yeah <laughs> that would have been even better yeah, yeah. so so yeah so he's given up on the prenup and then she immediately talks about how she's planning to now kill him and she needs to be in the will first so you know statistically he's most likely to be murdered by her i guess we'll just see what happens yeah we shall see um and then who else i'm trying to think we got tyre and carmela uh they, we gotta save them for last was there anybody else or was that them? david and sheila oh and... i'm so uncomfortable with this storyline I'm just uncomfortable that he didn't take a shower before he That's went to I'm bed and had sex with her. Like, that was so disgusting. It's not, mm. like, even, like, a five-hour flight. Like, you've been traveling for at least 24 hours? hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Layovers, plane changes. Um, You've got to be... He looks all sweaty and dirty. Take, put your ass in a cold shower for five fucking minutes and wash your balls. Are you kidding me? So gross. Yeah. I'm going to have somebody leave me and leave us another bad review about how, because I always say I'm so grossed out by the prisoners in love after lockup because they come home and they have sex 
or they have sex in the woods on the way home or whatever. And it's like, don't you want to sex in the woods the on the way home? You? Yeah, there was an episode like that. Mm-hmm. Do it in the car. Don't do it until you shower. Do it at your Motel 6 when you're done. Like, it's so gross to me. I, I don't understand how you could possibly want to have sex. And I'm sorry, I would get a UTI 1000%. You need to wash your sweaty penis before you put it in me. Hopefully they're using a condom, but still. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. Gross. Um, I don't like their storyline. This is going to, God, I am such an asshole. We should have put all of this on Patreon. Um, I don't like the storyline because I can't do other things while they're on the screen. Because I have to read it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, 90 day fiance is like my type of trash it's like TV the, it's like that anyways though because so many people speak different languages so you have to read the subtitles anyways sometimes but i feel like most of the people on the show speak english most of them i mean yeah i just hate how they like block out the rest of the sound to like emphasize yeah. that he's deaf it's like okay we get, like we get it. it we fucking get it you keep the sound they, on the first time that i saw them do that was on i think like the last season of uh love after lock they had a deaf a deaf girl who was on the outside and they did that same thing and that's a matt sharp production as well so like they did the same thing the like high pitch squeal the like weird muffled sounds and it's just like we know what being deaf means yeah (laughs) we don't need to experience it every time this person is on the screen yeah oh it's so annoying but yeah other than that do you think she actually likes him do you think that they're actually into each other yes i do too yeah she she's i think she's more into him than he is to her like obviously he's into her too um yeah but i think it's just one of those situations but i think this is a rosvin a rosvin situation yeah like, yes, yeah, she's from like deep poverty. She's had her home has been destroyed by natural uh, occurrences. And she's, she's, you know, very struggling. And I'm sure she would love to come to the US. But I also think she really likes him. And I think that it could absolutely ha- like work. Mm-hmm. But like, how has it, I I'm still do not understand how his family did not enroll him somewhere where he would have learned sign language he he can do sign language i feel like that was part of the story line at the beginning it's that like she doesn't know it fully like she knows some i don't think he knows it fully either yeah he does it all the time no Really? Because I thought part of it was that he didn't learn. No, his family didn't learn. That's I, that's probably what I'm saying. That's shitty to me. Yeah, what the fuck? Don't you want to be able to communicate with your child? I know. They sent him away to a boarding school. He learned sign language there, but they never learned sign language to be able to communicate with him. Yeah. Asshole move. <laughs> That's, that's I knew somebody messed up. didn't learn sign language. I just got them mixed up. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about Misha and Nicola? <sighs> this is like the creepiest couple ever. 
that hotel room that they're in is like I can't even watch it because my claustrophobia is just like those tiny little beds too it's so tiny and then the fact that her stuff is just everywhere Mm -hmm. and then them just like laying down on the beds talking with all the stuff there like it just makes me so claustrophobic to watch that like I can't uh Misha definitely wants to fuck um if Misha were Mormon she would absolutely be soaking Mm -hmm. with Nicola I mean she talks about how they their first night together, they were heavy petting. First of all, how old are you, Misha? Are you 97 years old? Heavy petting. And he doesn't even know what it means when the producer says it. He's like, what is this heavy petting? I don't know. I think he totally fingered her. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I There's hope so. At least you're going that far. You got to have a little action. Christians, man, I'm telling you. Where's the line? Where do we draw the line? Here's the thing. I just don't understand why these people care so much about their person's family. Like, why does she care so much if he tells his family or not? Like, he's literally well, because, with you the entire time. Like, I don't know. Because she's she's seeing it from a perspective of he must be ashamed of me. He must not think that this relationship is serious enough to tell his family um I think that she's putting it on herself but the reason that he's not telling his family is because he knows that they're not going to accept it and they're not going to be nice about it I mean Ryan did the same thing to me at the beginning of our relationship like we were together we were living together for a few months before he told his parents because he just didn't think that they would understand you know I don't know Mm. I mean, I guess it all depends on, like, how close they are with their parents and, like, the situation and all that stuff, but I don't know. She's been divorced. That's a big no-no. I think that if I was going... This is Israel, right? Yes. I think Mm -hmm. if I was going to Israel to meet some dude, him talking to his parents about me would be the last thing on my mind. Like, I... Really? I don't think that would bother me unless we were together. Like, you're going to a different country to meet this person. Like, why don't you just enjoy the time that you have instead of bitching him about a conversation that he hasn't been able to have with his parents yet? Okay, but they've been talking for seven years. Oh, shit. So that's, it's not like they met a few months ago on TikTok. They've been talking for seven years and they've been, I think, the relationship aspect of it has been a while. So the fact that he's never even mentioned her, they they don't know, or maybe they know her name and that she's a friend he met that lives in America. But the fact that he hasn't told them that they're in a relationship and they intend on having a life together, that's where she's freaking out. Yeah. I just love that she was like vacuuming and then God spoke to her. It happens sometimes, okay? The Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, um, you know, who says like almost the exact same thing? Who? Uh, Portia Williams, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, my favorite oh, housewife yeah. ever. Um, She like said something like that in her audiobook. Like she was like in the club and like God t- like spoke to her 
and like told her she needed to like leave the club and her husband was like somewhere I don't know okay I just feel like this is gonna have more important things to do I mean no he, he can be he, <laughs> he he's said, every he's no. every he's everywhere at once right of course well let's not get into all this <laughs> um who else oh my do we god have? that's it, it except it, for tyree okay i half half asked i listened to this at work basically and i was met, tes- texting you and i was like i cannot believe how stupid this man is so basically what happens is he meets his sister in the park and the sister brings this evidence to him. She has reverse image searched these photos and found them on like a back page type escorting website. That and it says that she's in like San Diego or something. It's like a 40, wherever it says that she is, it's like 45 minutes from him. Yeah. So he's devastated. Oh my God, why wouldn't she tell me that she was only 45 minutes away? We've been talking for four years. Why didn't she meet up with me by now? The sister's like, maybe you should book her. Did she say that? I'm pretty sure she said like, maybe you should call the number and book her. Yeah. He's like, one, he's calling the number and it obviously says like the text free number that you have called is not available. And so then he spins the story into... Maybe she was in jail and maybe her pimp, like maybe she's got a pimp and blah, blah, blah. And I just wanted to shake him through my phone. Like what part of I'm a dude named Christian and I stole someone's photos. Do you not understand? He's insane. He's delusional. Talk about someone needing an intervention. This guy right here. It's just sad. It's I feel absolutely bad delusional. I feel bad for him to be that delusional. Like, it's sad. And I don't know. I have a feeling this isn't the first time that this has happened. Because his sister was kind of just like, okay. I have no patience well. for this. Has he never seen an episode member. of Catfish? Like, if I was his sister, I would have, like, sat him down and be like, there's this show that came out on MTV about a decade ago. And I'm going to press play on season one, episode one for you. And just yeah. sit there and make them watch as many episodes as they can. I remember season they get one, episode one. I remember it too. Wasn't that Sunny and... Yes, the guy who allegedly guy worked name? for Chelsea Handler writing cue cards. And Max and Neve like called Chelsea Handler's show and they were like, <laughs> we don't use cue cards on the show. And then I remember Neve called him and was like so you live in new york city well i'm also from new york so like what part of new york are you from and then the like, person was like uh and then just like sunny <laughs> and jameson i didn't even have to google that i swear i just remembered yeah. it i knew the girl was sunny sunny and jameson it ends up being a lesbian who has catfished sunny she's so pissed it's probably i think it's I rewatched it recently. I think it's a pretty problematic episode. She was not happy that there was a woman on the other side. But oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, and I have to tell you, I have a little note to tell you something else catfishy, but um yeah, this guy is just creating an entire world. He just absolutely does not want to believe what this is. 
And this is simply someone who stole someone's photos. And these photos, it, you probably Google like hot chick, hot curvy chick, hot whatever chick. And I, you'll probably find her photo on page two mm-hmm. of the Google search. Um, and this made me think, and I put a note in our future Patreon episode list that I want to do an episode where we talk in depth about how the escort agency, how the escort service works. I know we've talked about it a little bit before. I don't think we've done like a full in-depth episode on it, Yeah, but I definitely want to discuss that. Yeah, we will for sure. Yeah. Since we've got some good, good insight on, on both sides. Um, but yeah, so he, he's just delusional. I mean, the, this is strictly someone who stole a hot chick's pictures and used them to I love somebody. too how the producers are like, it's okay. Like we'll end the storyline. Like we don't have to film you anymore. And he's like, nah, fam, like just come watch me. Like fuck my he... life up. <laughs> I think from the previews, he's going to go to meet her or meet someone. I hope that that person actually shows up. I would love to see that. Oh. He probably still won't believe it. He reminds me of that guy who thought he was talking to Katy Perry. Mm-hmm how like they showed him every possible piece of evidence that you are not talking to Katy Perry and he's like yeah okay okay I accept it and then then they follow up with him he's like oh yeah I talked to Katy again and she kind of explained everything to me it's like you've got to be fucking kidding me that's this guy when you're when you're in denial you're in denial and um it's just like people who like don't want to believe that their spouse is cheating on them or something you know yeah it's sad. Um, I wonder if I, I almost kind of wonder if there's like a low IQ thing that's going on. Yeah, for he sure. Just does not want to accept what's right in front of his face. I don't know, but that's a whole nother story. Oh, so I wanted to tell you, um, I have a recommendation. I found this YouTube channel called Social Catfish. I don't know if you've ever watched any videos on that. Okay. But it's basically catfish episodes that they do on, they have like their own team and everything. And they've got like research people and all kinds. It's, it's basically. Surprise Neve hasn't sent them like a cease and desist. That's what I said. I said, I told Ryan, I was like, how can they use this name? But I guess because it's social catfish. I don't know. But it's basically a really wonderful mix between the Dr. Phil investigations and catfish and so they will show kind of how dr phil gets on there and he's got the the paper behind him like oh here's where all the places where these words are misspelled and we found this photo of the passport on this website and they just used it as a template blah 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 they go into all those like intricate pieces to prove to someone you're not talking to the real person they travel to try to track that person down kind of like how dr phil will send out some Somebody to damn Ghana or whatever like this the one that I watched the other night was just like in the states but still so they do like all the research they'll present all the proof it's actually really interesting I like it a lot I like it better than catfish catfish has sucked for years but yeah so that's social catfish on yeah. YouTube and all they right, do like the romance scam stuff too all right I'll check it it's out good. sounds wild yeah I, it's just like watching a TV show. I loved it. Um, I watched a couple episodes. Yes, the, yesterday there was like one I was watching 
where this old woman was getting scammed and they had already proven a bunch of stuff to her a year prior to that and then she continued the relationship with that person for a whole nother year and they had to revisit the whole situation with her it's sad man the heart wants what it wants i don't know yeah sad yeah so there's that do you have any new podcasts or anything that you're listening to or anything that you're watching not really just the same stuff uh the idol just finished this past sunday that was a short but extremely wild ride i still haven't watched that Um, but did you how did you feel about the finale it was strange um it left me just going like okay all right do you Um, think there's gonna be a second season I'm seeing speculation on both sides. Like I heard that HBO cut a huge percentage of the show in general and was just like, no, this is all we're getting. I don't know. It's so hard to say because I don't even know if Euphoria is going to come back for a third season at this point. Stop. Absolutely it is. It's supposed to come out in 2024, right? It's supposed to. Is it though? Hmm, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. There's I just, no way they're not bringing Euphoria. Back. I just feel like so much shit about Sam Levinson is gonna come out. Like, what do you mean? I, I don't know. I just feel like he's a nightmare to work for. Allegedly, is he a creeper. I mean, that's what people say. I don't know. I have so many mixed thoughts about the whole thing. But I mean, I love watching his shows. Like they're. I mean, I I think a lot of people who have criticism, especially against the idol, like I think it's people who are just really soft to to some of the stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that he can make a show like look and feel a certain way better than a lot of other shows that I've seen. Okay. Well, that's what matters, really. I mean, it's like, worth artists- it's worth watching. Like, if you want to just like smoke a little bit of weed and just watch and feel emotions and feel cringed out and all the things uh wonderful yeah okay um I will get to that it is in my queue um I have been watching um cruel summer did they release that in Canada yet I saw a commercial for it when I was watching bupkiss yesterday so okay possibly I get it on demand but I think only the second season oh shit I was gonna say I caught the up commercial on... sh- like I was because I was watching the commercial and it was like ABC spark and I was like this seems like cringy and then it was like cruel summer season two and I was like that's this is what cruel summer is okay yes so the first season is what I I honestly wouldn't bother with the second season like I like it I'll I'm going to watch it basically you know, but I would say watch the first season. It is very good. And it is very ABC family CW. It is what it is. You know, it's like a little bit cheesy teen drama mystery, but the first season is very good. And I still highly recommend you watch it. You should watch it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best too. Okay, cool. Um, I found a new podcast. It's called the new fresh Horror news, horror movie, scary movie show. 
<laughs> That's a horrible name. The new fresh. So we'll just call it that. I really like it. It's funny too, because as I was scrolling through, um, I was listening to a podcast on Infinity Pool. I was list- I listened to like the first piece of their podcast. And then I was like, well, I'm going to watch it now. Didn't need to do that. Um, and they even have like Fast X's in there. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is in there. So I think they're just talking about shows in general. But what I liked about the new Fresh is that they talked about um, how much it costs. I think I was listening to a Terrifier episode of theirs as well. And they were talking about what it costs to make versus what it it made in the box office. And, and I find those kinds of things interesting. So, and it was just like a good co-hosting type show. I liked it a lot. So I recommend that. It's a good one. When um, I was at Comic-Con, because um, I just went by myself and I... Uh-huh. I met a bunch of like Terrifier fans and stuff. And I was talking with these guys because Damien Leone, he asked me which movie I liked better. And it threw me off so much. I was not expecting that. And I was like, oh, what do I say? I was like, so whatever. And then the fans I was talking to, I guess he asked every single person that movie because he's getting ready to make the third one, right? So he wants the fans input and stuff. And I was talking with these fans about it. And the one guy's like, man, now that he has like a $3 million budget or whatever he's getting, like, yeah, the guy's like, I hope that he doesn't like fuck it up. And like, and then the one guy's like, no, man, he seems like so cool and down to earth and that the movie's just going to be what it is. And then the other guy was his friend was like, but listen, money changes people, though. Like, no one likes to think that money's going to change them, but it does. And I was like. That is true. It's like a worry that I have too, you know? The money gives you opportunities to do more. I absolutely think that they need to stick with practical effects because I hate CGI in horror. Same. I think practical effects is everything. Um, But maybe we will get more of the bedroom scene type stuff. That absolutely costs money. That was probably the majority of their budget for the last. I think he said that the only thing that's going to change is that he won't be doing the practical effects himself because he said that's like too much with like directing and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. But did you answer the question of which one was your favorite? I told him that overall, I like the first one better. But I love Sienna and I loved her and I love yeah. that addition to her. I, and then... I have to, the first movie is my favorite because you know I'm not into the supernatural shit. And but that's gonna be a huge part of the I third know. movie because it's arts, I... the third movie is gonna be like Art's backstory. I know, I hate is it gonna be a prequel? I don't think it's gonna be a prequel, but art mm-hmm. just won't die. And I think we're gonna see like why he won't die. I mean, I'm going to watch it and I love Terrifier regardless, but the reason that I love the first one more is because it's Halloween night and to me, it's just some horrifying, scary human who's taking advantage of the night and mutilating people. Well, the first one is- And that is is the scariest thing to me. The first one's like a lot darker. It's a lot yeah. creepier. It's it's um it's more like gives you like an unsettling kind mm-hmm. of feeling, especially that like pizza play scene. Like when I was yep. talking to Catherine, I was like, 
I know everyone talks about the hacksaw scene, but I thought you were fantastic in that pizza scene, like sitting yes. on him, taking the selfie and everything. Like, I love that scene. Yes, and, me um, too. And yeah, that, that scene is so unsettling to me when Tara is just like looking at him like and he, you know, is doing the smile and everything. Yeah. Um, but th- and then the si- they're two completely different movies because then the they second are. one is more that like 80s has that like synth music soundtrack to it. It's yeah. they're different. So we'll see. Yeah, they, they are kind of like two completely different movies. And, and that is when you said the pizza scene, that's that scene and the chainsaw or the hacksaw scene are the two scenes that I immediately think of. Because like you said, that pizza scene is so unsettling it is like your stomach is churning because you know something that she doesn't know and you're just waiting for something awful to happen and you're on the edge of your seat just like holding your breath and I feel like as a woman we've all felt that way like I mean maybe we haven't been in a pizza place with a creepy clown on Halloween night but like we've all had like a creepy guy like staring at us and Mm -hmm. like you know that they want to murder you but like you can't do anything about it you know or you're walking through the parking lot and it's dark outside and you can just feel this guy walking directly behind you I made a TikTok about that a few months ago. Like, dudes, can you just like step to the side so I can see you in my periphery? Because I feel you walking behind me and I'm scared and I don't, I shouldn't have to be scared, but I am and I can't see you. And so just think about it and step to the side a little and maybe give me a little bit more space so that I don't have to be afraid that you're going to murder me in the Lowe's parking lot at 7 p.m. Yeah. Come on. My biggest fear is that someone's going to be, I mean, I don't really get this scared when I drive my beetle because it's so low to the ground, but I have a fear of some guy being under my car and that they're going to cut my Achilles when I get into my car. Like (laughs) I think about that at like eight o'clock in the morning when I go grocery shopping, like someone's going to get me. Yeah. 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 That's funny. The Achilles thing. I think that that's a mixture between that scene in hostel. And then I swear there must've been some, like viral news story going around. Yeah, there were sex ago. traffickers who were actually doing that to women. How your Achilles in grab lines. you yeah. and like drag you or something, and they drive yeah. you away in your own car. Like they kidnap you in your own fucking car and take. It sounds you like wherever. an urban legend, but I don't know. Maybe it's happened before for real. <sighs> Listen, man, there's like, so much shit. shit to be afraid of. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I got, girl. You got anything else? Um. Not really, man. Like just that it's crazy. It's summer. It's a crazy time in my life, at least. Like, holy shit. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm excited for you to get settled in your new home and for us to be in the same time, 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 whatever. Time zone. Time zone. Yeah. And not have to do the conversion back and forth all the time and be nervous. I'm screwing it up. That's going to be amazing. It just... It's just so much. Yes, please. Because stampede next year, like, yes, the first day of the stampede, I think was yesterday. And it's I'm so sad that I'm missing it this year. But next year, I'm (laughs) gonna like, do it up big. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right, you guys make sure that you sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash resting bitch pod. Is it resting bitch pod or RBF pod? I really need to write resting bitch pod. Okay. Um, 
five bucks a month, you're going to get bonus episodes every week. You're going to get some little extra juicy stuff. We're going to record a podcast about our pet peeves, all kinds of fun stuff. So make sure you go over there and then please, please, please leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It really kind of helps. However, the fuck the algorithm works, it helps somehow. So um, hit the little star and then write us something nice under there. You can write like, I'd rather be watching the 2014 cinematic masterpiece Tusk. You could write that. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Or the 2016 masterpiece Terrifier. Terrifier. (laughs) All right, you guys, uh, follow Justine on Instagram at the Shore Store, at Shore Store Pod, right? Yes. Come write this shit down. I'm going to get better. Recapping Vanderpump Rules season two right now on my Patreon. And uh, stay tuned because Sam is coming back to Jersey Shore next month. So, you know, I can't wait to all be talking about that. Listen to it. Um, is Ron going to be there too? They're Ron's both there the too. House, I don't. I don't think they're filming together. I think that they're going to be there on separate times. Please, but we'll see. No stupid. one knows. No one knows, and that's part I, of the excitement. I could have sworn that I saw something about them filming together in the group. I. I don't know. I doubt it. We'll see, though. Do we want them to get back together? No. For the show, I don't. I don't want her to come back. <laughs> I don't like her. I I would rather have Ron. I mean, again, controversial oh, yeah. people that we love. Add that to the list. Um, okay, guys, go check us out at in- on Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.